What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. I'm your boy. I'm your host, Dino Red. And if you are just now tuning in, this is the second half of Dino's Family Feud, part two. I repeat, part two. If you did not hear part one, then you probably want to stop this and go back and listen to part one of Dino's Family Feud, which is episode 87, I believe. And this is episode 88. All right. Enjoy the show, which is already in progress. So since, you know, we're nearing the end of the year, mm-hmm. I got, a, I got a, one of those end of the year type list type things you know mm. i got the most binge watch shows of 2018 by netflix okay mm-hmm. so we'll see what these are there's this there's some surprising. i've heard some speculations from some people that this that the, this list is bullshit by netflix and that the reason why they pop say, up to some of these shows that people actually don't watch mm. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly that's what they're saying their theory is that netflix is trying to pump up some of the the shows that people aren't watching by saying that these are the most watched shows right. hoping that people will we'll watch start them. watching them got it so we'll, cuz i've seen I two know. of these shows so, <laughs> and i watch netflix all, all the goddamn time, time. Okay, so I'm going to start. I got the top 10. I'm going to start with... Some of them are movies too, right? Number 10. No, these are all shows, I believe. I believe these are all original Netflix shows on this list okay. that I'm that I'm doing. Number 10, Orange is the New Black, season okay. six, which has been canceled. That series, Orange is the New Black, has finally been canceled, which Aww. they should have canceled it a while mm-hmm. ago. Yeah, It jumped the shark a minute ago. Yeah. Wow. The, the, it was, the riot? Come on. I think it's jumped the shark once they finished the book. Mm. And they started going into their own material. Right. It kind of jumped the shark after that. Yeah. You know, mm. but yeah, it definitely mm, yeah. can't fake it's, great it's, writing. There's still like a couple of seasons, one or two, whatever. But yeah, I feel like it could have left a couple of seasons ago. Well, now I have a chance to catch up. So it's not infinity now. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Number nine is Insatiable, which I have not seen. Okay. At least I've heard of it. <laughs> Number eight, and with an E. Season two. I also heard of that. I, I have Anna, Anna Green Gables. I've seen and the first season. I have not watched season two. That's Anna yeah. Green Gables, right? Excuse me. Is is it the Anna Green Gables story? Is that the character Anna Anne with an E? Anna Green Gables. Uh I'm not sure if her last name is Green Gables or no, not. no, no. That I, I thought it was based off the story of Anna Green Gables, the, the Canadian story about the little girl. It's like she's like Annie, but she's Canadian. She lives on a farm, or it's she is similar to Annie. Yeah, she it, is it's in, Anna Green Gables. Okay. 
I, w- I saw the Anna Green Gables house in Prince Edward Island, and it's a Canadian story. Okay. So Green Gables is what? That's the name of the place. Town? Okay. Oh, okay. And, and of, Green, of Green Gables. And of Green Gables. Okay, because you're saying it fast. It kept sounding like you're saying like Anna. Anna. Yeah, Anna, 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 Anna Green Gables. Green Gables. Yeah. 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 Like, down the road. Oh, wait, what? It's like slow down and announce the Anna no. of Green Gables. Anna of Green Gables. Okay, yeah. Well, I've seen Anne with an E. And I actually, I think, I'm pretty sure I've talked about it on this show at some point. Uh, the first season, I liked it. I, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I feel like they did a little bit of that thing that I dislike where they they incorporate today's values back into the past to oh, make it politically yeah. correct. I yeah. hate that. I hate that. I'm like, just just either don't address it or just do it the way it was because yeah. that's the way it was. Don't right. lie. Yeah. Don't lie. Don't make every, you know, they made her, you know, uh, she's super feminists and stuff which don't get me wrong i know they had feminists way back then Mm -hmm. you know but i just i'm not buying it some of the stuff was just a little too much for Mm -hmm. back then for me just i just don't feel like a lot of that stuff would 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 have gone on or really you know the way that they portrayed it it just reeked of you know doing being politically correct politically correct in retrospect is Mm -hmm. what i call it pc in retrospect i don't (laughs) like it right i don't like it um, but other than that, it's pretty, it's, 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 it's slow at, in, at, at points, whatever. I feel like it's more like for, uh, maybe like a preteen girl. girls. Okay. I think that's who the target audience probably mm-hmm. is. Like Danya maybe, except I think Danya would be bored by it. Mm. But I think Danya is probably the, the target audience for it. That's okay. who, re- that's who read the books. Okay. Yeah. That's what or it read feels the like. Okay. So, but yeah, but she's a good character and she's smart and she's a good, you know, somebody for kids to look up to and everything especially girls. Okay. So number, number seven, that was number eight. Number seven is the haunting of Hill house. That's a movie. That is a series on, on oh, Netflix. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm not saying it's not a movie. It might be a movie as well, but it is a Netflix series. And we've had some of our listeners recommend that to me, especially after I was talking about Sabrina, I think um, it's either Momo or it might've been Aaron or Momo and Aaron. Mm. Anyway, I, 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 I've only watched the first episode and I had to kind of power my way through that when Ooh, that's not good. Yeah. Uh I don't know. It's too it's too early for me to say, you know, what it is or, you know, really give an opinion. I can just say based on the first episode so far, I'm really not feeling it. I haven't been motivated to see a second see a second episode, but I I got to at least watch it another two or uh or or another two episodes or so just to see because they were really like, Oh, if you like Sabrina, you know, they were really riding for this. Like yeah. it's really good and this and that and it's scary and all that. And I just didn't see any of that in the first episode. Yeah. I was kind of excited because I like this genre. I thought you were going to come put me up on game today. No, nah, the haunting of Hill house. I'm not feeling this so far, but oh, like wow. I said only one episode in. So we'll see. Well, TV, we'll see. I, I have to give TBC it. on that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, number six, fastest car. Never heard of that. I have watched that. That is kind of a reality series, mm. sort of. Like a right? docu-reality? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Documentary, reality type thing. What it is, is it's, just, it's very formulaic. Each episode starts off where you uh, you get to know the drivers of these cars, right? Okay. It's all, and um, it's basically, it's, 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 it's four car heads or gear heads. Okay. Gear heads is what they're called. People who are really into cars and the mechanics and those type people. And it's these people who have built their car from scratch who have drag races against people who own supercars that are factory built. Oh, So it's kind of interesting for an episode or two if you're just a regular person that's just mildly interested in cars like me. Mm -hmm. 
But after a couple episodes, it's kind of loses its luster. It's the same thing every time. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's like it starts off with the interviews of the of all the drivers. It generally starts off with the with the people who made their own cars, and there is always some sort of like you know the, the they uh, they kind of use a similar formula for uh, America's. Uh, American Idol and some of those mm, other shows. Mm-hmm. A lot of them have a sob story. Uh-huh. Like this one guy, he was he was uh, in a wheelchair. You know, okay. he's like a wounded veteran or something like that. Mm-hmm. He's in a wheelchair and he, you know, uh, he built his car from scratch. Mm-hmm. And he races it himself yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And sometimes the supercars win. Sometimes the 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 the, the street cars win. Oh you know? really? Yeah. It goes, oh. You never know who's going to win. And then sometimes, and it's more than there's like I think there's four cars that race. There's usually like three street cars and one supercar. Okay. And sometimes, you know, a, the supercar is just blows away all the rest of them. It's just, just, you know, all over the place with the results. But that's pretty much that show. That's okay. the fastest car is. Mm. And uh, like I said, if you're if you're a gearhead, give it a shot. You might like it. Yeah. You know, and if you're a regular person, mildly interested in cars, you might like an episode or two and right, like yeah. me, and then give it a rest. Is it British? But, American? I think it's American. Okay. Yeah, I think it's American. Uh, can I just ask a side question? What is a supercar? Like a Ferrari Testarossa. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Sports car, but like. Yeah, not but not a Mustang. Okay. Yeah, no, a supercar. Okay. Yeah. These like hundred thousand dollar cars and stuff like that. Yeah. That's super. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number five, Bodyguard. I'm only one episode into Bodyguard, but I'm really feeling it so Ooh, far. Oh, is it like the Whitney Houston? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. Body. It's, Dang not, it. it's, not it's not like it's that. I thought it was the Bodyguard but series. This guy, I don't know his name. I've, like I said, I'm only one episode in. There, there's a lot of talk, a, a lot of buzz about him possibly being the next James Bond. He's Ooh. A, yeah, he's, a, he's either Irish or Scottish. I'm not sure which. Uh, I've, like I said, I've only seen one episode, and I, I'm not really sure which accent that was. It's definitely not English. But uh, anyway, uh, my ne- my nephew and I were this morning we're talking about it. He was like, "What do you think about?" It? I was like, mm, "I don't know. I might have to see him as James Bond to know whether." But just off the first episode that I've seen of Bodyguard, I'm not really feeling him as James Bond. Hmm. I don't know. He he might be able to pull it off. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, in any case, uh, it seems uh, pretty good. I can't wait to check out you know the rest of the series because like I said, I'm only one episode in. Seems pretty good. It's one of those. Uh, he's like a a cop in London, and you know there's like terrorism and different things like that involved. And he uh, he he thwarts this this terrorist plot, and with that he uh, a promotion to uh, be the bodyguard of a high ranking official. Oh, and that's why it's called bodyguard. Okay, and uh, that's about all I know about it at this point. Right, but well, it, it starts seems, off good. It's pretty good. Okay, um, number four is Last Chance You, mm-hmm. Indy. I don't. I don't know what that is. I have no idea. Uh, Maybe it's an indie I, think, series? I feel like I've seen that that before. I, I think it's. I think it's aimed at like teens. Okay. Like that like, and I want to say it might even be, but that that don't quote me on it. It's, it's definitely, but it's definitely. Okay. Well, this next one, number three, is definitely a teen show. Thirteen Reasons Why, season two. I've okay. seen that. Yeah. Uh, they, they they made the, the first the first season made a lot of noise. A lot of mm-hmm. people were talking about it, and a lot of people online were like. Well, that's because that scene with that guy got raped. Right. Right. What do, what do you think about the series? You have you seen both? It's not for me. Not for you. Yeah, I've yeah. seen it. It's, I, I I see the appeal, but it's not for me. Right. I, I'm not. I don't care enough about the characters to watch it every week. Yeah. Is it like uh, that one show about the kids a long time ago that Drake was in? Yeah, Degrassi High. Degrassi. Yeah, it's oh. like similar. That. It's okay. A, it's, a, it's a teen okay. drama. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
Okay, number two, Making a Murderer Part Two. Oh, okay. Which that one got a, 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 a lot of buzz. A lot of buzz for the first season a couple years ago. So I don't, I don't watch that one. Hmm. I'm not into that one. So I tried watching the first episode because there was so much hoopla about it. Yeah. Like, was not feeling it. I kind of felt like I knew basically where they're going. Where they were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I was like, felt the same eh. way. I'm like, uh, I don't, uh, I don't need this. I'm done. Well, what is it? What is it about? <laughs> they just, it's like a. It's a docudrama, a oh, crime docudrama. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think you guys Reali- have talked reality. about this. Yeah. And they talked about, like, the background stories of these murderers. Yeah, this is actually, it's about it's one case. Whole, yeah, one, one case. The whole season is about one case. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's one guy yeah. in particular. Mm-hmm. So, and then number one, which is weird because didn't this cancel my block on my block? Right. They canceled I can't believe that's number block. one because it's only, yeah. Why, but, how y'all cancel LeBron James? It? Huh? No, what? no, oh. this is another teen show. Oh, but it's Where's like LeBron James it's set in LA. He has a show. Does he have a show called My Block or My Something or a new show? LeBron James. The Shop. Oh, The Shop. The Shop. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> my Block. The Shop. <laughs> On My Block. Yeah. This this was good. Okay. It was good. This was really good. And I was like, did they did they cancel it too? They did cancel. <gasps> I'm pretty sure. And like Aww. season two, like what happened to the kid? The guy. I can't want to skip away know. for those I who haven't to, seen the I season. I have to Google it to be sure. But there was there was a, sure, a, a, a one of the main characters had something really serious happen to yeah, him, and it's yeah. like like we're not gonna find out, right? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I've never heard of the show. Yeah, it was. Really I also good. don't have Netflix. You heard about it because I talked about it on here. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's on my in, block, it's set in L.A. Yeah, on my block. Oh, maybe so. Maybe so. Hmm. So yeah, so the, those are the top ten shows streaming uh, on M uh, on a. Uh, uh, Netflix for 2018. So in case you guys want to check them out or whatever. Yeah. And I, I agree with the people who said that some of this is, is bullshit and that they're using it because Netflix is super protective about their, their, what do you call ratings or however you want to. Their analytics. Their analytics. So, yeah. yeah. They're super secretive about them. And uh, Nielsen, I think at one time tried to, tried to release some info that they, they guessed at and they were just like, not even close. <laughs> Not even close. Yeah. But yeah, I find it hard to believe that uh, some of these shows are in the top 10. Well, On My Block has been renewed for season two at Netflix. Oh, okay, good. good. I was wrong. Okay, yeah. good. I, yes. you know, I feel like we had, we had, that was a story we had on here one time that it had been canceled. Maybe they changed their mind. Maybe they did. Yep. But so yeah, that was as of I, June 18th. I'm pretty sure it was June 2018. But uh, good, good. Maybe they decided to bring it back or something. Yeah. Yep. So it was a lot of people asking that question actually. Yeah. So yeah, that show was really good. Yeah. Really good. It's it's kids, whatever, but it's like appeals to everybody. Well, there you go. Your outlines, what you need to watch on Netflix, or what you should watch at least. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a lot more stuff than that that is like even way. I'm mm-hmm. surprised. There's some stuff that didn't make the list, like Ozark. Ozark. Oh yeah, great. I hear about that one. Ozark is so good. Oh my god, it's so good, especially the first season. I know you're not an animated series fan, but F F is for family. Uh-huh. If it wasn't animated, I know you love that. show. Really? I know you would love yeah. that show. Yeah, I hate that. I can't get into. I was talking to my nephew about that. It's like I I don't understand it. There's mm-hmm. the, like take South Park for example. Mm-hmm. I love South Park. You know, every time I watch it, I laugh my ass off. One of my one of my favorite episodes of a show is one of the episodes of, of South Park, and I just I love it. Mm-hmm. But and if 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 I'm with uh, Wheezy. And he turns it on, whatever. I'll sit there and watch it, whatever. But you're not gonna. Turn but it on I just won't. Yeah, I won't turn it on. Yeah. And I've even. I don't know why. I just. I. I don't understand that. I don't know. It's just something about it where I just. Here's another I, show I like know. BoJack Horseman. Like that's not on the list. That's a popular show. Mm. Real popular. Real popular. But uh, well, that's not a Netflix original, though, is it? Yeah. 
Is it? Mm-hmm. I pretty I could swear Bojack Horseman was around before Netflix or was on something else before. Bojack that. Horseman is a Netflix show. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Hmm. Well, uh, in other television news, now you know we've talked. You know we talk about TV on here all the time, and we talked about all the streaming channels and all the networks, and everybody's getting into it. You guys never guess who now has their own channel. Flavor Flav. Oh, no. oh God, no, please. No, that's, that, I think that's even more ridiculous than the person <laughs> right. that I'm trying to get you to guess. Oh, God. I, I'll tell Flavor you because you'll never guess it. You'll never guess. Um, but Scientology. Oh, I did know this. They now have their own channel. Not only that, their studio is a block from my house. <gasps> all Scientology all the time. It started in February of this year. Wow. And it's all Scientology. Even the commercials. Well, everything. Basically, the shows are just commercials for Scientology. <laughs> and then they have commercials for the commercials, <laughs> which is just more Scientology on top of it. Wow. So they have uh, a channel like TBN and. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's basically it, don't look for any type of like uh, entertainment programming. It's all Scientology based. It's all like uh, reality, you know, oh, meet a Scientologist. You know, or uh, and it's, it's geared towards they say that the purpose of it is like gears toward the non-Scientologists to try to, you know, I guess, recruit them yeah. or whatever. But, yeah, that, that's 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 what it's about. And it's mm. just like filled with a lot of uh, of their jargon, their their vocabulary and their rhetoric. And it's just this just all Scientology programming. I've, I've checked out some shows and some things, whatever. And. It's a trip. Well, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Scientology. No, anyway. no. So you know that you know that building across from the Del Taco. Shut up. That's that, that's where they make. That's Shut the Scientology up. Production center. Shut up. I love that Del Taco. Well, then you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my god. Ugh. Where that tiki bar is? Uh-huh. It's like right behind that tiki bar. I'm yeah. disappointed. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So I'm not. Yeah. Ever since I read the, I read the, um, the autobiography. Uh, the, the Lisa leader. Remini? The no, not oh. Lisa Remini. The, 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 Hubbard or uh, Ron Hubbard or, or David Miscavige. Okay, if you guys stop guessing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said the leader. I'm I, like... Well, I said the leader's name is David Miscavige. Mm. All right, he was like I liken him to he was. Uh, I think he's the Scientology version of Malcolm X. What Malcolm X was to the Nation of Islam is what David Miscavige. Uh, is to Scientology like he was like the like the the right hand man of the the guy who started it and like a pro like a um a, a prodigy real mm-hmm. young and and you know real because like he was like 12 years old and was an auditor and that's I don't have time to go into telling you what that is but that's a big thing in Scientology mm-hmm. he was like the youngest ever and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and he eventually rose to the up the ranks and took over mm-hmm. his niece her name is Jenna Miscavige mm-hmm. Hill and I read her autobiography about how she quote unquote escaped, you know, Scientology and mm-hmm. her whole life in it and everything like that. And it is oh, it's, it's I was a say trip. The, the one thing about Malcolm X is his wife never disappeared. <laughs> yeah. Well I didn't say he was exactly the the same as mm-hmm. <laughs> Malcolm X wasn't encouraging but, people to leave their children. But uh but... Yeah, but I'm just saying as as far as no, yeah, his relationship to the, the, di- to the to, dynamism of him to 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 Scientology and and his and uh, Malcolm X's relationship to mm-hmm. you know the Nation of Islam, mm-hmm. it's it's comparable. Yeah, you know. So uh, anyway, with that said, that yeah, that that story is ooh, it's a trip. That is a trip. I it's feel like they're just gonna be sucking your thoughts out through the channel i'm i'm scared i'm scared of scientology though to be afraid of they don't scare me they annoy me yeah 
Yeah, there's nothing to be afraid of. Mm-hmm. Like, and the, part of part of it, me reading it is is a hard time because it, I'm trying to wrap my head around how do you like. That's why I did the the air quotes for escape. Yeah. Like, what what do you need to? Are you are they physically imprisoning people? Mostly, no. No. They're not. But I I kind of get it because it's this whole cult type thing or whatever, mm-hmm. and they. And you, this is for a certain type of people. Some oh. people would never, ever feel like they would have to escape. They would just leave. Allegedly, you know? though, there are people that, that are being held against. No, no. Rights. Yeah, there are. That's why I said for yeah. the most part. Yeah. No. But yeah. 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 Because it, 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 it's a good chance that uh, his wife is being held captive somewhere if she's alive. Right. Because she hasn't been seen in years. years. Right. How do you not so. see somebody for years uh, or hear from them? But, uh, How is there no investigation on this? That's man, well, the that, wife situation. Well, this supposedly was there's just been because Leah Remini has forced some some investigations to some extent or whatever, and they've looked into it. But then they say because she's no relation to the woman and this and that that they can't they're not obligated and they can't divulge what they have discovered and all that. So she's forced them to investigate, but she doesn't know the result of the investigations because she has no relation or no right to know. Right. I so. see. Hmm. Still strange. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. That's not even an argument. So did you guys know that 50, that 50 has 50 as in 50 cent has more than like power's not his only show. He has hmm. another show. Well, like a spinoff. Right? I heard he was coming out with no, a no, 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 not going to has on the air right now. Another show. The troll troll man, 50 cent. Yes. That yeah, the fifty cent, the one on the same, the power fifty cent. That wow. guy. It's not it's not a trick question. Wow, it's a straight out question. What did, show? Did you know Pip? Not, well, I know he has he produces other shows. I didn't know he had a, he was starring and acting. In no, that. no, no. That's that's what I mean, producing. Oh yeah, yes. I, I I I told you on the show one time. I, I almost worked for him. Okay. I'm uh, producing a show, a comedy show. Okay. But they hired somebody in New York instead. Yeah, no, this show is on the air. It's called The Oath, and it's on. Actually, there's a, a another. I don't want to call it a network. I guess it's a streaming type thing or whatever. Mm. I've mentioned it on the show before called Crackle. And they have some original content. And The Oath, 50, one of 50's other shows, is one of them. Uh, now, this show, I've checked it out. I watched probably half the first season or close to half. The content or the premise of it, I should say, the premise of it, I love. Mm-hmm. I love the premise. I, but the, the production of it, it's, it's, got a, it's got a low budget. Mm. Right, it's got low budget. If this show had the the same budget that Power had, yeah, I think it would be great Ooh. because the concept is so good. Mm. What what it's about is something that we don't talk about a lot, and I don't. Some people out there may not even know they exist. But what the what the what the concept is? It's about cop gangs, real life cop gangs, oh. and the guy who is producing it, who's who Fifty has producing oh. it is an ex-cop who was in a cop gang. So these stories are based on things that he's actually experienced. So it's it's pretty deep. Wow. So it's pretty deep. Wow. But the problem is it's like shot and I don't know where. It looks like someplace like Puerto Rico or Cuba or something. Mm. I would guess not Cuba, probably Puerto Rico. But you can tell it's not the U.S. Yeah. You know, and it's like the actors, most of them are not recognizable. (laughs) at all and uh it, so it, yeah it, if they had like i said if they had the power budget i would love to see this you know with some real some really good actors and a decent budget shot here in america this would be <laughs> I, I think it could be better than power really I, I was gonna ask you do you think that maybe the reason why 
he's not getting the funding is because of the the type of show or the concept? It could be. I don't know. It's hard to speculate. I just feels like maybe, you know, they couldn't get anybody else to buy the show mm. except this little speckle, this little, yeah, this little off brand, you know, network or whatever you would service. And there's not a lot of money to put into it. And so mm-hmm. that's what, you know, but if it ever gets to the point where it can get a, a, a good budget, I would really love to go back and check it out. I'm still going to try and watch it if I can, just because like I said, it's so, you know, and the, and the subject matter is so interesting. Yeah. My, uh, my nephew was saying that he, his his wife's uh, girlfriend, she was dating this this sheriff who was mm-hmm. in one of those cop gangs, had what? the tattoo and everything. What they got? What? Oh yeah, oh yeah, They're, yeah. That whole rim, that whole rampart thing with uh, Rafael Perez right. and the training day right. and all that. All that that's all that is is cop gang stuff. And the, even like the whole Biggie stuff. They that play has that. To do with yeah, the... it does too. They they play that part like in train. We watch Training Day. Uh-huh. Even it's it's loosely based on you know that whole situation and that that guy. Uh-huh. But it, it's it's not. Ex, you know, it's not enough to say that this is that story or whatever. Uh-huh. But they don't. Uh, they 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 take that a- that angle out of it. The whole right. cop gang part of it, mm-hmm. they take that out of it, you think and they that... just have it as a, like a group of 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 dirty cops. Oh, cops. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. because Denzel Washington does make a a sense. Like if you want to be on my team, then you can whatever whatever. So mm-hmm. he does make that comment inside the movie. So wow, I didn't. But we've we've always known for years that LAPD is the the biggest gang, bigger than the Bloods, big, bigger than the Crips, bigger than anybody. So LAPD has always been the largest gang. So to find out that it's like a gang within a gang, that's <laughs> crazy. I think there's also Pinkerton gangs. Like the Pinkerton security guard offices. <laughs> you joking around, right? I am joking around. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about right now? <laughs> the security guards. <laughs> you just like the of idea of big... a gang having the pink in the name of it, huh? No, I'm just thinking. Of, I'm just thinking of mall cops <laughs> gangs. <laughs> the Paul Bart mall cop right. gang. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, but yeah, the, yeah, they're no joke. They're no joke, you know. And they they do all the crimes that you know, and lot they work with the the real gangs and different mm-hmm. things and yeah they do a lot of dirt so it's, it's basically you've known about them but you've just known about them as dirty cops right and they, right you like never said, yeah. you never think about like a whole crew or a whole, t- a whole yeah. team but or yeah, even when more, you do they're, they're more organized than that yeah even yeah. when you do think hear about the whole uh, team of people you uh, think about one isolated situation, like we had the police officer here who was caught with all the coke and all the stuff inside his police car and all the weed inside his police car, and he was like the leader of like a ring of of police officers who were trafficking drugs because they figured, hey, we won't get caught. We're in our police cars, uh-huh. but they did get caught. So we think of that as one isolated situation, not that okay, this is consistently happening. Uh-huh. And the way this they portrayed it on the show. It was like this, and it just doesn't. Uh, they don't name any city, you know. What I said, you know, so you don't know what, but but you definitely see that there are different mannerisms. No, different cop agencies, like mm. sheriffs, and mm. then like PD, and then different PDs on top of that, and they have their different names for the, the different gangs all within, but they work together, mm. and there's a hierarchy, and all this. What? This is a trip. It's a trip. Like I said, it's very interesting. Oh, yeah. You know, that that's got real. me. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, oh, yeah. Real. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's what was, yeah. So. It's too much like right. <laughs> too much like right. <laughs> I want to talk about reboots for a minute here. Uh, specifically, okay, th- I've noticed that a lot of the reboots fall into two categories of, of the type of show, and I'm really happy about one of them in particular. Well, uh, at, 
not so much that it's a reboot, but just this genre having a, an awakening. Okay, like they have rebooted Magnum PI, Hawaii Five O, Charm, Sabrina, and now um, another Roswell is coming coming back as a reboot. Now the first set are all kind of cop things or, or cop or cop related, and they're bringing back action. You know, now th- none of these shows I've watched or have watched all of these shows that I've just mentioned, and the new versions. I find I, I I consider them guilty pleasures. Mm. You know, they're not like shows like they wouldn't make a list that I would bring to the show and say, oh, you guys got to watch this. Right. You know what I'm saying? But they're fun for me to watch sometimes when I have downtime or, you know, maybe uh, have on while I'm at work because it doesn't take a lot of brain power. Right. Yeah. And I can do my work and I don't have to see it and I can just listen and be entertained or whatever. Mm. Um, what I like about them, though, is because the action genre died. Mm. You know, we had all these shows. And then the Law and Orders, which yeah. the procedurals, they came in. And we've talked about this, you know, many times that Hollywood is like the most copy monkey see, monkey do industry in the world. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you get a couple of hits of Law and Order and, and, and uh, CSI. CSI. And then next thing you know, everything is a procedural and there are no action shows, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah, the procedurals are, are cool, too. But there's mix a place for action to rock. Yeah, exactly. mix it up. Exactly. They never, want, they never want to do variety or mix it up. Everybody right. wants to do the same thing right. all the time. Remember mm-hmm. in the 90s when game sh- evening, uh, the game show came back and nighttime, uh, primetime game shows came back and oh. it, was like, it was like, oh, it's a game show on it every fucking night. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, so um, when we were younger, there was always like there was this night was comedy and this night was drama. Mm-hmm. So now they have procedures because the law and orders and the CSIs are still going strong. And but now they have the the Magnum PIs and the Hawaii Five O's are back. You know now the second set of uh, reboots are are uh, all supernatural type stuff. Charm, Sabrina, and Roswell, which you know um, I just find it interesting that 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 that's what they are. I don't, mm. I don't know if it's coincidence or what, but you know. Well, maybe they're trying uh, to keep up with just like the popularity of The Walking Dead, and maybe they're trying to scoop up all those. Maybe new people that are now falling Mm -hmm. off that show. So they're trying to engage them and uh, bring those watchers back to their network because shit, everybody was gone. Right. So, uh, and, and, you know, so I, like I said, I watch, I watch or have watched although Sabrina is the, the cream of the crop of that group right there. Sabrina, uh, definitely the Netflix version. Pray Satan. She, <laughs> Pray yes. Satan. she is the cream of the crop. That that one is the one that I would say, oh, is the you know great quality. The other rest of these, and Roswell hasn't come out yet, so I can't speak on that one. Mm-hmm. But I was in love with the first Roswell and uh, what, what, what do you call it? Um, uh, I can't think of the uh, the city they were in. No, I was I was trying to think of the actress that played Izzy. Oh. Um, that was where she first got discovered before she broke out on uh, ER, uh, the blonde. Man, I'm totally blanking on her name. No, but ER was a good show. Well, not ER, Grey's Anatomy. Oh. Grey's Anatomy is what she broke out on, uh, ER. <laughs> Catherine, <laughs> Catherine Heigl? Catherine Heigl. Oh, Thank okay, you. Catherine Heigl. Like, I know Pip knows who I'm talking about. Catherine Heigl. You threw me off when you said ER. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I Catherine love, Heigl. I love Catherine Heigl. But uh, anyway, uh, so I'm uh, in the Roswell. It looks uh, like they're definitely all these shows. They have done some different things here and there. That's the part that throws me off. What's that? Of the shows that they they're doing different stuff. Yeah, that they kind of like turn make a left turn in the storyline, which I think might be good for new viewers. But for old viewers like me who are who I think love the original story, it's kind of like oh. I think it's good for both because me being an original person, it's like I don't want to see the exact same thing. 
you know so it's like okay it's that way it's like oh okay it's there's some there's some nostalgia but then also it's not exactly the same thing which i don't need to see the exactly same thing if i want to see the exactly same thing i just go watch the reruns of the first one right so i like that there's mm-hmm. you know some kind of twist and different turns or whatever and they're doing some different things but uh yeah roswell they seem to be doing a, a lot a lot different you know um with that one yeah. more so than some of the others but uh like for me charmed was such a good i love charmed when it came on originally so i wish that it would be more up to date but still kind of have <clears throat> like the same feel of the old show it's what, what so about different. the new one you don't like versus the old one like what or what change even um, like what exactly is it i would just well, they're not. Well, are they still witches? Or are they yeah, not witches? witches? Or are they Did not fighting it? the demons? Or no, because I don't. Okay. Because I think that it's not well, the then, same as before. So I'm not appealed to watch it because I feel like but, it's not. But you don't know. Not the same. You don't, you're right. You don't even well, know. That's why. You don't know what has changed and what hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, but no. She's humming as But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not appealed to watch it. I'm not appealed to watch it because, uh, because from what I've seen, what I've read, it just doesn't seem like it's going to be the same show that I loved back then. It just doesn't seem like it. Well, if you like the original no. show, you should at least check out and see what they're doing. It's really not that different. Of all the stuff that's up here, it's one of the ones that's changed the least. Because I'll say the, like... The biggest thing, I think the, the, the race has changed. Which yeah. I don't think you have a problem with that. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. That's like the biggest. Are they're thing. not and sisters they, anymore, right? They are sisters. Oh, okay. So you know, this is a while <laughs> back, and this is this is even before your time. Although this did happen in your time. So All in the Family was on for like nine seasons, something like that, mm-hmm. and they did a reboot of All in the Family, but it was a black version. And I think John Amos maybe was the Archie Bunker character in the reboot. And I like. I, we used to watch All in the Family, so I loved that show. So I definitely wanted to check it out. And I knew going into it wasn't going to be the same because it was a black family. Mm-hmm. It was also not a good show. Mm-hmm. But I checked it out at least because I was like, well, let's see what they did. I right, heard they okay. were trying to make uh, that new thing that Cedric the Entertainer is on kind of a black Archie Bunker up-to-date funnier His character's kind of like that. The show ain't funny. but It's not funny at all. It's not funny at all. Neither is Rel's show. No, it's, no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> and uh, being, being, Latone gets mad at me because wow. Latone is one of those type dudes that if it's black, it's it. great. It's no. great. Everything black is great. It's not true. It's not. Mm-mm. It's a fucking lie. No, they they taking up the <laughs> they taking up the space of something that could be great because there is some right. great stuff out there. It just didn't make it to the air. Exactly. Right. And that's exactly how I feel. Right. You guys have these name celebrities in your TV show. That don't mean it's gonna be good. Spend your time creating your project and putting it out properly, and take your time. Stop rushing and just throwing stuff on the air. I love Insecure. I think that's just a great show. But then it's also for me. It's not for everybody. And I just think that shows like Rail and the other shows that your entertainers on, it could just be done better. But the back to Charm, real quick, to just give you a little bit of, about it. Uh, basically, the race has changed, and then. The other thing, some for some uh, and, and some stuff couldn't be helped because if you remember on the original version, they had Shannon Doherty who was wreaking havoc and got fired. Oh damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why she got replaced. So there was actually four sisters. Uh-huh. There was three and then four. Well, they're not gonna just go and fire somebody. This one, you know what I mean? They're not gonna. So they have that problem with that. There's like four different sisters and four different personalities, but they have this new show. That's the, based off the original, which was only three. Mm-hmm. So that right there is a problem with keeping it. You can't keep it exactly the same I mean, just because of the situation, you know, like that, like that circumstance. It's like, you know, 
so like they created this other character that's kind of similar to the 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 newest sister but she's not a sister so i guess that's how they're addressing it or whatever but yeah so there's certain things you know that's not gonna it's not it can't be exactly the same because you had that that problem where shannon got fired and was replaced i'm gonna have to watch it now just keeping it original but it's it's not a whole lot different um it's not a whole lot different. I really don't. It's really not that much different. I don't know what else. I can't really say it's really not that different. All it's right. Really well, I'm going to watch of it. Of all the shows, it's the least different. Um, what I like about Magnum P.I., they flipped Higgins. Higgins, instead of being a man, is now a woman. Okay. And she's hot. Mm. And she's still British, but she's ex, uh, uh, she's ex-British intelligence. Okay. So that kind of works. And that, you know, Magnum is doing private eye work and mm-hmm. he enlists her help, you know, along with his buddies that he was in the service with. So it fits that she's, you know, she has skills, you know, and uh, she can fit in, whatever. And then there's, now there's the sexual tension, Uh-oh. you know, between the two of them and all that, okay. obviously. Plot twist. You know, so, yeah, that that that's uh, that's different. And I like that. I like how that works out. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but other than that, it's pretty much the same. You know, uh, we always talked about the differences in the Sabrinas. Like, yeah, the cat, the cat doesn't not talk. So I don't know where you heard about the cat going to be talking or sounds totally different. The cat doesn't talk at all. I never said the cat was going to talk. I thought you said that you you heard that the or well, I think I the cat that, some somebody said that yeah. the cat I, I didn't hear it no, I yeah. didn't hear the cat, yeah, the cat doesn't I heard talk. that might t- talk in later episodes or something like that, but it didn't talk in the first episode. Not first season. He didn't talk at all. So I, yeah, he might talk next next season, but he didn't talk at all. Oh, and the Christmas thing should be coming up pretty soon. But uh, anyway, okay, that's enough of, of that. Let's let's get on to some other stories here. San Francisco is so expensive, you guys. More expensive than L.A.? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Shit. More expensive. And it's so expensive that there's now a new problem. It's causing a problem with restaurants and their service. You want to know why? Can you... Can you how, can you guess? Can you hypothesize why the cost of living could affect how the restaurants serve you? Well, I can speculate lots of things. I I'm know. gonna. <laughs> you the I'm gonna guess <laughs> that because because it's so expensive to live there that people who live there are more wealthy, so they expect like a higher grade of service. So even when they go to places mm-hmm. like McDonald's, uh-huh. they expect to be like served and waited on. Interesting, uh, interesting uh, theory. I like that. What, what do you think, Pip? You got a, you got a theory? Uh, I already read this article. Oh, you did? Okay. <laughs> I'm so used to like, assuming everybody don't read the story. I like, didn't have uh, time this like, week. Like, like uh, Dijon. So, I do read okay. them sometimes. So cheap. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, y'all said that on the show, too. Mm. <laughs> so, okay. So, since Pip knows, I'll break it down to you. What, what's going on is that the cost of living is so high that waiters and bartenders, waitstaff people can't afford to live there. Any oh, longer. wow. So they're leaving the city and it's causing a shortage in that industry. So now restaurants are, they're, they're changing the menu, making it smaller, making it simpler so that they don't require as many cooks. They have, people are standing in line at the bar to get their own drinks and it's a big mess. <laughs> That's believable. It's the, the median home Income, uh, not income, the median price for a home. Cost, yeah. Cost for a home in San Francisco is $1.6 million. Why? 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 That's the median. That's the median. Why? Why? Can you tell me why? 
that the, why is every because everything is high there. I mean, why is, is it, why is it what it is here? I mean, it's crazy here too. So, but it's even worse there. One point six million dollars is what you can roundabout expect. It's the medium. So that's like the medium. You can, if you want to go nicer, you just put up the three. If you want something less expensive, put up the one. That's <laughs> crazy. Just to live and have a home, that is crazy. And then, yeah, the people who don't, who don't make that much money, or the college kids, or whoever, like what the hell? What are they supposed to or do? Or you retired well, and you didn't have a job and you lived in San Francisco your whole life, and all of a sudden you can't afford to live there. Wow. Well, didn't we? Because I, I help me out, because sometimes I forget if we actually covered a story, if it's just a story I just read. But didn't we do the story about uh, the people who are living, uh, especially the millennials who are living in vans and stuff like that? And, no, uh, we didn't do that. We didn't do that. No. Okay. Oh well, we we. Were, I thought about doing it. <laughs> I read about it. Right. Okay. Well, well there, this is what's going on there. This is what's going on. It's so expensive up there that you have people. Who are living in not not mobile homes or motor homes, but they're getting vans or SUVs. They're 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 not homeless. They're saying like just like how we're like saying like we're sick and tired of cable. Fuck them and all right, this. Cut the cord. We're cutting the cord. They're saying I am tired of spending you know seventy percent of my income on a place to live. You cut know, the roof. Walls. We're there. So they're getting together. And they're buying these different kinds of van, vans and can, uh, buses and different things like that. Renovating them. And they're renovating them and they're living out of them. And they are going, they have jobs and everything. They're not, like I said, again, they're not homeless. And they're living out of these things and they're making a living. They're, they, you know, they team up. It's usually like two, you know, like a couple. A lot of times it's a couple. And they, they're, this is what they're doing. And, you know, we, we, we give the millennials a lot of shit. Like, I feel like, but you know what, in fairness to us, every generation, I feel like gives the, the following, you the know, previous, generation yeah. uh-huh. uh, a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like when we were, gen, when we were coming up and we're Gen Xers, I feel like the baby boomers gave, gave, gave us a lot of shit too. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. I, now I feel like we're doing the same thing to the millennials mm-hmm. and you know, sometimes it's deserved, but millennials, I don't, as a whole, I like this generation. I like them. I'm not a big fan of their music. but music aside their attitude and the way that they're because they have it tough yeah they have it tough they have it they have have it harder than we than 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 i than i did than Mm -hmm. we did you know and or i should say you guys talking to you did because you're a millennial then me and pip me and pip are are gen xers barely Mm, i don't know about barely you more than barely you're not even 30 yet I am yeah. 30. Oh, okay, you barely 30. Okay, well, millennials go well, up that's, to like... That's millennials. They go up to like yeah. 35. You're not barely... No, it's like 33. Mm, it is. Yeah, I know. It's no. like, yeah. Well, first of all, it's <laughs> most generational things, whatever, there, there's not a hard line. And you you can read different places and get different right. answers or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So anyway, you're definitely a millennial. Yeah, um, but barely. But... <laughs> 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 but uh, uh, I like the way... You guys tend to adapt and to and to come up with creative solutions and to like like how you cut the cord like you guys are so like my niece and whatever. like how just you guys don't have like our generation like oh cable you gotta have cable you got fuck cable don't mm-hmm. need cable fuck that I'll stream it I'll watch it I'll bootleg I'll do whatever yep you know oh these are like how housing prices are you know. Rent is, you know, twelve hundred dollars, thirteen hundred, whatever. And fuck that. I'll live in a van. You know what I'm saying? They're like, I, <laughs> I like that. Yes. 
resourceful. Yes, I like that. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck that. You know, I'm not doing it. I'm not. No. Yeah. I, I will. No. I'm. This is. I will do this. But yeah. they ain't got the money for it because they're using Postmates. <laughs> Stop it, Google. Google but, eats. Uh, I, I feel bad for him because it is tough for him, and I. But I do. I like the resolve, and I like the fact that you know there's things about him that I don't like. But you know that's that goes the same with with everything. That's yeah. How it is. Somebody was telling me that a group of kids or or young adults rented a warehouse space and then sectioned off the warehouse space with like different types of fake walls and whatever they used to make sections and they're living they live there so yeah that kind of stuff has been going on forever yeah, that's like a new idea like that's like that's the warehouse yeah. loft the lofts yeah yep they yeah i they, wouldn't live in artist colonies i've seen a lot of that. they took that yeah. and turned that into a multi-billion dollar uh real estate income type thing that's always well, amazing to me still like people who are like oh i bought this old where- warehouse apartment and they pay like so much money <laughs> to live in a place where they used to just have like dead horses right or whatever that they process right and like they think they're getting so oh i got so much i don't have no heat i don't have no air <laughs> <laughs> the windows are stuck low painted shut but it's mine but they used to make glue here Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> But these kids these days, they have to be resourceful. They I'm, have to. I'm wondering why that hasn't, because like you brought up, Jeanne, like it's not cheap here. Mm-hmm. Cost of living is, you know, we right behind them. We right behind San Francisco. And I do know people who have lived in their car more than one in L.A. Right. Me too. But yeah. not chose it as a lifestyle, but it happened. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's kind of been like homeless. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, I also know a dude, I spoke to a dude the other day that I shared a lift with that told me that he chose to live in his car while he started up his business because he didn't want to pay rent and because he, he was going to rent a space for his business and that's where his rent went, what his rent budget went. Okay. Yeah. So he lived in his car. Well, I'm wondering when we're going to see some people leave this freaking uh, city. <laughs> like, when, when are we going to have, I mean, I don't necessarily want it to the extent that San Francisco, I don't want, you know, us to lose weight, weight staff, weight staff but, but could a few people, because it seemed like people... Don't mind paying here. our they they flocking in. They don't have a problem paying our our living our, our cost of living. No. They just coming in by the droves. Yep. Paying rent to somebody else who's paying rent. Yeah. I don't even get oh, that. Like, when when is that gonna rub off on us? When we gonna get a little of that, oh ooh, LA's too expensive. Let me not go there. When right. are we gonna get some of that? I'd yeah. like that. Huh? I'd like that. I'd like that too. Me it's too. too damn crowded. Me too. It Me was too. way too crowded. Forty years ago, my dad was saying like LA is too big. It cannot get any bigger. <laughs> Little did he know. Right? <laughs> it's gotten so big. You you know a city is big that when you know it's grown, I should say, a lot that when you can tell in your lifetime there's such noticeable changes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. usually stuff is so gradual. Yeah. You don't notice it. Yep. But like the just the amount of people on the street mm-hmm. every day. Like and, and when you go places, the crowds and and you, you know you pretty much doing the same thing or living in the same areas, whatever over these years, and you just noticed a huge difference than it was oh, way yeah. back when. And Shit, the last decade. Yes, I only been I've only been permanently here twelve years. It's right. bigger since I moved here. Yes, mm-hmm. new buildings it's are all, going downtown up. Downtown has had like seven t- high rises open yep. like in the last year. Yeah. Oh my god, it feels like the the city has been in perpetual. Uh, construction forever. Mm-hmm. Everywhere Definitely. you go, just construction, construction, construction. Yeah, for sure. Construction, New... construction. What's your function? <laughs> <laughs> for real. 
<laughs> for real. And it's annoying, especially the people who live here all the time. We already tired of sitting in traffic, doing all of this. Now y'all got the street closed because y'all want to build another 4,000 apartment building for more people that don't fit in this city already. It's going to end up being an Airbnb. Yeah. People are renting Airbnbs to live. Yeah. Don't get me started on the Airbnbs. I used to love Airbnbs. Like that was my go-to instead of hotel. when it first came out mm-hmm. instead of hotels. Oh my God. It was way cheaper than a hotel. Oh yeah. Oh, but then uncle Sam decided, Oh, you know what? <laughs> I need my cut. I need my cut. And so now they got in and start charging fees and all that kind of stuff. And now it's more expensive, more expensive. Right. The last time we try, I traveled it, and I, I did, I always do before I travel, I do comparisons, you know, and I we end up getting a hotel because the Airbnb was more expensive. Yeah. And it used to be way less, mm-hmm. way less. And oh, I hate that. Yep. That sucks. And now they videotaping you while you in their house. It's oh my just God, not that's even, crazy. It's just not even worth that's it. Great. Mm. Well, the last Airbnb I stayed at, I hope y'all enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> From the window. <laughs> to the wall. To the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> it was like. Birthday sex. Hey. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's your birthday. So <laughs> Even if we only go to my house. Hey. As we sit upon my this, couch. This is pretty much how it went down, actually. <laughs> That's how it happened. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my god! All right, Dee Dee, you ready for your dating do's and don'ts? I segment? am. I hope everybody else out there is ready. Oh yeah, everybody ready. Been they probably fiending for some Dee Dee. It's been a minute. Half fiending because you went on. You had your vacation, I and did. then we and then we skipped you to do the pip thing for yeah. Christmas. So it's been a minute. So all right, let's get with it. Here we go. Yes, yes, yes. What's up, world? It's your girl, Dijon Monique, with the ho-ho holiday treat for all of y'all who still need gifts for your significant others. Now, I know it's hard finding the perfect gift for a spouse or loved one or whomever, but don't worry. Mistress Claus has all the nice lists to get you through on this special holiday edition of Christmas Giving Do's and Don'ts. All right, now I'll start off by giving this disclaimer. This is an outline, okay? This is not something that you follow uh, down to the letter. You know the person that you're uh, gonna buy a gift for. So my intended goal is to give you gift-giving ideas, you know, and to avoid any possible embarrassment or bodily harm, which may be caused to your awful fucking gift. All right. Please keep in mind. Wow. <laughs> right. So 
keeping with our frugal and financial responsibleness on this show, all these gift tips that I'm going to give you today are going to be under $25. Yes, yes, I know y'all love that, right? So I did a survey. Y'all know I've been working my night job at the dispensary, so lots of dudes, lots of people there. I was able to do a little survey, and you know what? Men and women are just not the same when it comes to gift giving. So if you're one of those people who could sometimes be like me and we've all experienced these bad gifts, but if you're somebody who gives these bad gifts, all right, here's a pro tip. Whatever you think of giving, buy the complete opposite. All right. If you're thinking of giving a dental kit, buy somebody some house shoes instead. Okay. <laughs> Go the opposite of what you're thinking because you don't have a clue. Now, I found out that women, women like me, thought that a nice go-to gift for a guy, you know, like a foolproof gift would be cologne. Hmm. But what men actually wanted were more practical gifts. Hats, beanies so they can stay warm, socks and t-shirts. They wanted like more practical gifts. While women, us women, we prefer we preferred uh, the more traditional gifts, perfumes and whatnot. And but most men were right. They guessed right on the nose when I asked them, what do you think you would get for a woman? They were pretty much right on. While some men were vividly, wildly wrong, which fucking scared the shit out of me. Like, why would you buy her that? Don't don't do that. So I'm going to help y'all out. I'm going to start with the bad gift giving ideas. Okay. Now, unless these gifts are explicitly asked for, stay away from these items. All right. Items like grooming, grooming things, razors, hair remover, soap, and deodorant. Oh, hell no. Do not buy those. Stay away from any of those grooming items. All right. Anything with a quote on it. Like, I fucking love you, love, grow, prosper, uh, you're the fucking best. Anything like that. Stay away from any type of fucking quotes. Oh, hell no. No, no, no. We're not here for all that. And lastly, I saved this for, well, actually, it's not last, but it's a, it's a really, really, really big one. Any exercise gear. You know what? That's disrespectful. It's so fucking disrespectful. <laughs> one of the guys bought his girlfriend some weights. And a yoga ball, like the little five, like the little 10 pound weights and a yoga ball and blew it up for her too. Like here, babe, it's ready to go. If he got the shake weight, she'd have been shaking it up and shaking her titties. Yeah. He wasn't thinking. One little interjection. Uh Speaking to the married guys out there or guys in relationships, whatever, even if she asks explicitly asked for, even if she asked for (laughs) workout stuff, don't get it. Uh-oh. Don't. It's a trap. It's a trick. Don't fall See? for it. Don't do it. She, Pro tip. Dejan is right. Do not do it. <laughs> even if she, I cannot stress that enough. Even if she has, get her something else. Yep. Get her card. some jewelry. Yep. Don't do it. Yep. It's a trick. He's absolutely right. So do not do it. That's the biggest, biggest, biggest. You're going to get cursed out and you won't get no pussy, which is, you know, which is half the reason why you're buying a gift anyway. All right. The last thing that you don't want to buy someone for Christmas would be a sex toy, a sex object or a sex doll. (laughs) Right. That is something that's supposed to be done together. It's not technically like a gift because it's for you too. So don't buy any sexual things like that. All right. And now again, sex worker. Exactly. (laughs) Now, again, unless explicitly asked for minus the exercise gear, which which I now have confirmation that that's just 
bad all the way around. All right. I'd avoid these. I'd avoid these items altogether. Instead, try user friendly gifts like tools or utensils if they like to cook, small electronics like headphones or a cool mixing bowl set or drill for a guy or a girl. If she, you know, if she needs some to drill some shit in. I don't know. But necessity items. OK, towels. Everybody need to wash their ass. Get a set of towels. Right. Socks. <laughs> Everybody needs socks. Nobody wants stank feet. Okay. Any type of outerwear, a, you know, outerwear, watch, a hat, a sweater, a light coat, anything like that would be fine. Themed gifts are great. Sports tickets, concert tickets, all great. Now, the big one that people misuse are gift cards. You use them like you'd want them used, all right? Basically satisfy their needs without turning over cash. So get gift cards like grocery store, gas card, spa, places they actually go. And also for things like the colognes and the underwear and the perfume or things that usually people purchase themselves but hardly do. So you don't know what they want to smell like, so you give them the gift card to the place and then they go get it themselves. And there's also usually a space on the gift card to write a note. Use that space to personalize your gift card and let them know why you bought it. Hey, you love coffee? Here's a week to Starbucks on me. You always smell great. Here's a gift card to Scentsy to customize your scent. And if you're not sure what they like or need, do not get a gift card, especially like to Walmart or Target, something general. Stick to something else from my list that I just gave you above of the typical gifts that are, you know, person personally good all right now i'll remind you guys again these are ideas this is an outline for your significant other you know you know your person better than i do like i said probably so get creative be open-minded but most of all use your best judgment and by judgment i mean just put thought into it because as they say it's the thought that counts and that's all for me you guys that's great Dijon. i would just want to like reiterate what you've already said and it's so true it's all about thought this stop people men and women stop trying to uh take a shortcut stop mm-hmm. being lazy and 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 stop trying to find you know the quote-unquote perfect guy or perfect girl gift or just a guy or girl know your person yeah mm-hmm. take a few minutes and listen and learn and know your significant other and buy them something accordingly that's for them. Like people will, people tell you what they want. True. You know, they, they do. So I don't know people. Some people are just, I think that's, I think this is one area where it seems like women would be better at it. Than yeah. Guys, but I think guys are much better at gift giving than women are. Yeah. On I was wildly surprised about how many guys like got got it right they're like oh get her this or get her that or you know it was the guys that were wrong they got it really wrong but mostly they got it they were I right think, on i think we actually listen to because I've, I've discovered this in like years of playing like couples games and stuff like mm-hmm. that and yeah. when it comes to like the the, the like the the who knows the mm-hmm. other one better mm-hmm. the men always win mm. men always win yeah like because oh, we sucks. I think we listen to what you guys want more than y'all first of all more than y'all think we do Probably. and give us credit for it yeah. because one of the women's biggest complaints is that he don't listen to me mm-hmm. and it's like if anything we listen too damn much that's probably true <laughs> because while I was there while I was trimming I've been complaining about my bed I was like I need to get a new bed it hurts my back is so hard blah 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 blah. I gotta go home leave here in my bed so when I asked them what would you guys get well they said well for you I would get you some sheets to go on your new bed right 
Like, damn. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> like, good. that's it? Right? I'm like, damn, that's good. But I find women to be, like, clueless about what to get their husbands. Mm-hmm. Like, so much more than guys needing help to get things for their wives. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So. Women, if your man is complaining about something, hey, that's probably where you should go. My own wife, she just recently has kind of started to, because, you know, that was one of the things that we kind of been working on. Like, I wasn't happy with the stuff that she was getting me, mm. you know, and I don't get a lot of stuff. And I was like, I'm like, honey, like sometimes you're the only person that gives me anything. Yeah. So I needed to be decent. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> because it's the only gift I'm going to get. Yeah. That's you know, true. Diane's a baby and whatever. That's just, that's how it is. So I need uh, you to step it up. She stepped it up. She stepped it up. That's and she's, good. she's been doing better. That's good. But uh, yeah, you know, yeah. You just, just listen. Yeah. I'm trying to take shortcuts and trying to figure out what do guys going around asking random guys, what do guys like? I've been there. I've been you inside know. the Ross like, hey, what you think about this shirt? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy's looking at me like, the fuck? Right. <laughs> so, yeah. And he's like, I might like it. I might not like it. What's that got to do with your dude? Exactly. <laughs> and then and then I asked the guys about, like, clothes. They were like, no, because we don't like colors. We don't like stripes. We don't like we this. Don't. We don't like that. We just like, like plain. Guys the same. Yeah, we just want something plain. Let's get him, like, a plain tee. I was like... Damn, y'all simple. You see, I got. I think you, that's another thing why it, it depends on the guy. Yeah, I, I actually prefer when my mom, my my mom. Where <laughs> the hell did that come from? She must be talking about you. When my wife gets me clothes, oh. I actually, because she had used to get me clothes, then she stopped and was getting me this random stuff, mm. and the random stuff wasn't working. But when she was getting me the clothes, I was like, I like the stuff that she got me. I was like, I'd rather have that, you know. Yeah, well, so, that's good. Well, then she knows your taste. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they got a, yeah. I think my guy might get me some. What size do y'all wear? I'll show later. Never mind. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're exchanging oh. gifts that we already own. Uh-oh. Oh, that's thoughtful. Well, because we haven't been together very long. It was like, we don't want to spend money. It's like, okay, so you have to choose a gift from something you already have. And give it to you. Yeah. If y'all break up, you that's, can get it back. A, that's a cool little uh, thing to do. I that's like different. that, too. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Me, too. You get to, No, you don't get to choose. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into our question of the week. Okay, Pip, I think you were the one that called it last week when you said we weren't going to get a whole lot of responses on this mm-hmm. one. Because people never keep their <laughs> New Year's resolutions. This, this one, I think, was probably the probably the, the the least amount of responses we've gotten out of all the questions that since we've been doing it this way. But anyway, here we go. All right. What what resolutions of New Year's past have you been able to keep? Momo starts it off with uh, not making one. It was Ugh. the easiest one to stick to. I bet. And I, that was reiterated time and time again, actually, more many times. Pamela, <laughs> shout out to Pam. Uh, her That's wifey's best friend. She said, uh, staying focused and drama-free. I actually like that one. Mm-hmm. That's a nice one. Yeah. That's, that's good. Shout out to Pam. All right. Uh, so my buddy George says, uh, my buddy George, I guess you can say that's my boy George. <laughs> <laughs> my boy George said, uh, to not make any New Year's resolution. Eh, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Letitia Williams says, I lost a little weight. Nice. Well, okay. I guess she's yeah. stuck to it halfway. A little way. Yeah, that's all she wanted to lose. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's not. She probably didn't need to need to lose a lot. She's oh, not, okay. She's not very big. <laughs> uh, Molly Max says to no. Uh, another one with another mm. never again make a New Year's resolution. 
hope to stick it out. Disappointment be gone. Okay, and Emily White says, get my degree and start my career. Nice. Nice, yes. Go, Emily. And Uncle Powers, who I call Uncle Pastor now, he said, uh, in 2013, I committed to make physical fitness a priority. Been hitting the gym on the regular ever since. Five years strong. That's right. Go, Mr. Powers. Uncle Pastor. Shout out. All right, Pip, what about you? What about you, Well, first off, the rest of y'all losers. (laughs) Right. You set a goal that you can achieve. Don't set out to to, to lose weight. Set out to lose 20 pounds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I set a goal in 2015 that was specifically just for 2015. I wanted to go, uh, uh, excuse me, 2016. So, because in 2015, I was in New York at a restaurant and it was a a gluten-free menu. Hmm. And they've had gluten-free desserts. And I'm like, you know, this is not that bad. There's a lot of options out there for you gluten-free now. And I was like, I, I don't really need it. I don't have celiac disease or anything like that. But I think I'm going to go all of 2016 gluten-free and see if I can do it mm-hmm. and see if I'll like it. Yeah. And I went all 2016 gluten-free. I didn't, you know, I didn't have any pizza what you, crust. What did you think about it? It's okay. It I mean, happened. it was nice. It was like I missed pizza crust. That's what I missed the but most. Did you really feel the difference? <laughs> when I first started, I lost, I lost weight right away. I got, I lost some LBs and I did feel lighter. And then after a while, it was like there was no. I, and I was less farty. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that was pretty much it. Hmm. But what I'm wondering is, I don't think there was any significant health benefit. Right, because the thing is that the uh, what, what what do you call it again? The celiac disease. No, the the, the was it not carbs, but what was it? Gluten free. The gluten. Now the the gluten is usually like related to like a carb, like bread. You know what I mean? So you were saying that you you lost weight, mm-hmm. but was it the gluten or was it the fact that you weren't eating carbs? I was eating carbs. I was just eating different carbs. Right. Yeah. That's what I mean. Were you, well, you were eating less carbs. No, I was just eating different carbs. I wasn't eating wheat flour, but I was still eating rice flour and I was still eating, you know, I was but eating But you just bre- didn't have bread. pizza crust or pizza? No, I had like cauliflower crust, but, right. I, was, but, but, I, but I also, there are also uh, rice flour crusts I used to buy at, actually at Ralph's and they mm-hmm. were individual size and actually they were, it was a great deal because it was like four for $8. Mm-hmm. So I would just put my own sauce on them. They were individual and they were frozen. Um, but those were, those were, it was carbs. It was not, it was not, that was not veggie. That was mm-hmm. like some made out of rice flour and other flours that they okay. put together. Gluten-free so, flour. Yeah. It just, I just didn't do basically wheat flour. Yeah. For, I don't know. I just don't, I'm not. Cause you still do corn whole, flour. You do rice. Thing. Where did gluten for, come from? Gluten is naturally made like in, in. No, I mean, but like before, when I was a child growing right. up, there was never. No, nobody knew nothing about no gluten. You can't give my child gluten. They're allergic. There was right. never that. No, there was never that. So, so I said, where, where did that come from? Right. Yeah, but because medical, medical technology found out more and shared more. Okay. I well, think that's it's why probably, it probably was there and yeah. they, people just didn't know or it was undiagnosed or things like that. Right. Okay. But it is strange how all of a sudden it's an epidemic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's like, what I'm saying. I don't, I don't know if I'm not really buying into the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Dijon, what, what, what about you? Oh, uh, two years ago, well, it's about to be 2019. So 2016, the, my new year's resolution was to go a vegetarian for three months or try to. And then after that, go pescatarian. And I did, I did that for a long time still to this day, damn near. Well, right now I just came off of Thanksgiving. So, Mm-hmm. So, but uh, <laughs> but but so far, yeah, I stuck to that for that whole entire year, and I've also um, just been like watching what I eat as far as processed foods in general. Mm-hmm. So I just been really, really trying to stay on top of that. So I'm very proud of myself. Okay, well, um, mine is a version of what all the whack people answered. Uh oh, no, Dino. No, well, mine is better. I okay, feel like. 
So I resolved years ago to no longer wait until not not to not. Okay, my mine wasn't not to make New Year's resolutions per se, but my resolve was not to wait until New Year's uh-huh. to have one to have a resolution. Mm-hmm. So it's like whenever I discover something I need to work on. I will work, work on, on it, it then. Yeah. That's, yep. That was one resolution that, that I came up with years ago. So oh, I still have awesome. resolutions. I just right. don't specifically do it at New Year's. It's right. just all year long, I'm constantly working Changing. on myself. That's awesome. So, That's good. Like you That's realize in March, like I'm doing too much heroin. <laughs> right. I'm, like, not gonna, I'm not gonna wait till I'm not gonna wait till January to stop doing yeah, heroin. Exactly. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go to the Got it. I'm Got gonna rehab. Yeah, I'm right gonna now. rehab now. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna rehab in March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right definitely. after Easter. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that, yeah. Yep, right after. <laughs> I'm gonna deal with this I'm gonna deal with this heroin problem after Christmas. <laughs> it's gonna be my New Year's resolution. <laughs> Kick the habit. All right, now it's time for our mail. So shout out to Tina Greenwood, super fan. She heard us asking her uh, when she res- when she responded to our question of the week uh, last week about what Christmas song oh. do you you know, would you, could you do without, or mm-hmm. could you erase? If you could erase one, which one would you erase? She said the 12 days of Christmas. And she said, even though I know the actual meaning of it, you know, I still don't like that song. Mm-hmm. And we were like, what's the actual meaning? We mm-hmm. were like, what's that? I never heard that. Well, none of us knew. And so she wrote back and she sent me a link about, so I did some, you know, I went to the link and I found out. Now, Snope says that this is a, a myth, that, that this didn't actually happen. It's one of those things where, and I believe this happens a lot, actually. Something happens or something's invented, and then later on, people say that this is why it was invented, or mm-hmm. how, like, yeah. I think people like to do that a lot with acronyms. You guys remember the group Troop? Uh-huh. Right? Mama Sita and all, all that back uh-huh. in the day? Yeah. Well, they came out, and then a couple years after they were out, then all of a sudden, Troop was an acronym for the total respect of other people. I'm not buying that. Uh-huh. I think they named the group Troop. Because they liked the way it sounded, Sound. and I think uh-huh. there—I think there was a clothing line or something. I can't remember what. Uh-huh. But troop was a trendy word back then, right. and I can't remember why. But I just remember that was a trendy word, mm-hmm. and I think that's why they picked the word because it was trendy, and they were trendy. It was a group were, of them. They were a yeah. troop. It yeah. was probably catchy back then. And and I, and I think I think later on they came up with like, well, it should stand for something positive. And somebody said, you know, and somebody came up with that acronym. And I think that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. I think that happens a lot. And I think this might be one of those kind of things, but according to Snopes, that this is not. Necessary. But I'm going to go ahead and tell you what supposedly everything stands for and the symbolism behind it. Okay, so what it says is the songs' gifts are hidden meanings to the teachings of the faith. The true love mentioned in the song does. And they, when they say the faith, they're referring to Christianity. Mm. The song doesn't refer to an earthly suitor; it refers to God Himself. The me who receives the presence refers to every baptized person. The partridge in the pear tree is Jesus Christ, the son of God. In the song, Christ is symbolically uh, presented as a mother partridge, which feigns injury to decoy predators from her helpless nestlings. Much in memory of the expression of Christ's sadness over the fate of Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how often would I have sheltered thee under my wings as a hen does her chicks, but thou wouldst not have it so. The other symbols mean the following. Two turtle doves equal the two old and the, the old and New Testaments. 
three French hens uh, represents faith, hope, and charity, the theology virtues or theological virtue. Number four, uh, the four or the four, the four calling birds uh, represent the four gospels or the four evangelists. The five golden rings represent the first five books of the Old Testament, the Pentateuch, which gives the history of man's fall from grace. The six geese alone equal the six days of creation. The seven swans of swimming equal the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit, the seven sacraments. The eight maids of milking equal the eight beatitudes, the nine ladies dancing, the nine fruits of the Holy Spirit, the ten lords of leaping, the ten commandments, the eleven pipers piping, the eleven faithful apostles, the twelve drummers drumming, the twelve points of doctrine in the apostles' creed. And that's what they say is uh, mm. what the song is symbolic of. Oh my God, that explanation was as long as a fucking song. So now, <laughs> so now we know. Well, yeah. I'm this, with you on this one, Dino. I don't know how true that is. Yeah. I mean, it's, it it kind of fits and I kind of dig it and I, I can understand why Christians would want to embrace it, but I'm not buying it. I, I think, yeah, I think this was something that was done in retrospect. But uh, yeah, and according to Snopes, it was too, because there's no evidence. That, so. But that's it. I thought it was interesting, though. Yeah. All right. That is interesting. The, the maids of milking is supposed to be the what? We'll How many of them are? Eight maids of milking. The eight beatitudes. 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 Yeah, it's pronounced beatitudes. What? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a not really commandments, but sort of like commandments. There's eight like ways to be and carry yourself. I can't really this remember the church man. I'm sure so. it all. All of it is. Yeah. All of the eight, the six geese of land, the six days of creation. Oh, yeah. Because the seventh day he rested. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. That's it. That's the end of the show. Wow. Oh, wow. What? We, yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Damn Christmas. <laughs> Almost three hours. Sneaking up on us. Almost three hours. This is what it, this is what it would feel like if we did a morning radio show and we did like three hours. But you know, every, I cry about this every week when the show is oh, over. Oh, exactly. But not today. No. Okay. <laughs> I had a feeling. I was wondering. I, I was wondering if you were going to go to. Oh. <laughs> not today. Well, I'm, like, I'm, I'm done fulfilled. with y'all. Like I'm, I'm ready. Filled. I'm ready to go. Yeah, my, my spirit is whole. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm glad we don't do this every week. Yeah, <laughs> this is like this is too mm. much like a job. <laughs> I love y'all and all. But. Mm-mm. <laughs> Well, happy holidays, listeners. Like y'all Aww. better in uh, small doses. Happy, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to miss you guys next week, though. Yes, yes, yes. Happy holidays to everybody. Yeah, thank Merry you Christmas guys for... to all and all that good stuff. And to all a good night. And thank you guys for listening, too, on your afternoons or whatever you're doing. Or thank you guys for tuning in to our show week after week. We really do appreciate it. We sure do. And we as sure do. always, make sure you guys follow us on all social media outlets, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We are out there for y'all. And for since we come in every week, we don't get paid for what we do. We do it because we love it. But you could help right. us out. It would be a nice gift if you can just give us a rating on uh, iTunes oh, yeah. and any of the other uh, apps that you use to find us. Mm-hmm. Put the word out. Tell somebody about the show this next couple of weeks or something like that. That would be a great gift for us. We yeah. sure would appreciate it. We do it. have Small a, gift for also, us. Also, we also have a, um, there is a link to pay, a PayPal account for the show. 
that is always in the show notes. So, mm. you know, feel free to make any don- donations. Yeah. If you'd wish or no, no amount too small. No, no none. amount too large. Mm-mm. And we got Mm-mm. some special things that we're looking forward to coming up in the new year. We'll talk about them later as they come along. But yeah. yes. we're glad that you guys have been with us this whole year. We, it's not over yet, it's but not. we just want to say happy holidays. Happy holidays. And our last show is before the new year as well, right? Exactly. Yep. Yeah, just so. right before. Yeah. Okay. So next week, Guys, you will hear the second half of this show, and then after that, we'll be back in studio live. Yes. One more for 2018. One, One more. more. For 2018. After that, yeah. All right, y'all. So for uh, Dejan Monique. Just the girl in my world. For Pip Lily. I'm still Auntie Mame. I'm Dino <laughs> Rez, and holla at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been... You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.